2: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: It's hour five of the G Bag Nation on 105.3. The fans certainly hope you are having a, a wonderful afternoon as our coverage continues of the Super Bowl. And it is brought to you by our friends at Low T Center and Best Buy Windows and Siding. And it's time now for Zach Wolchuk. What are we getting here, buddy?
3: Yeah, I got you a little mixed bag. We'll cross platforms on every sport here, if you will. And we'll start uh, with the Texas Rangers. They are expected to have their arbitration hearing with adolis garcia that is uh, going to be coming up i believe they're 1.9 million dollars in separation the rangers uh, went with 5 million adolis countered with 6.9 so their scheduled arbitration hearing will be tomorrow now the Cal- the uh, rangers excuse me have not actually been unable to settle one of these i think you have to go back to 2000 so i would anticipate this thing gets fixed and, and adolis garcia is arriving on time to spring training but that's something to monitor tomorrow as that thing is going to start i think it's an embarrassment well chuck i think you need to call his agent and
0: say your man helped win us a world series let's get him a contract
3: i think you're right uh, i think adolis garcia is worth whatever penny uh that you need to figure out to arrange him and how many
0: pennies is that for 1.9 million dollars of separation uh, dude you're
3: asking the that's wrong a lot person. of pennies dude it's a lot of pennies too many pennies now, the Red Sox. Is that
4: 100,000 pennies it, per million? Is it, I'll try, take your word for it. I don't know. Where's Heggie when you I'm not yeah, a average We need the human calculator.
0: Don't Kevin Baitland.
4: By the way, Dan Olafsky's a tall guy. He's $1,000. You see him? I just walked by him. He's I'm tall. 200. He's a tall man. Did I see you give him an attaboy tap on the rear end? I did. I kind of gave him a butt pat.
3: I did. I gave him a butt pat. Did he told turn me. around and say, Bucket, what the hell are you
4: doing? He goes, No, he goes, hey, thanks, man. I needed that. A couple of football guys, dude. You got to yeah. got to keep your guys motivated. I needed
0: that. I'm not sure which quarterback I like today. That's good morale in the locker room, dude. You got to have an attaboy uh, butt slap from time yeah. to time for your teammates. Keep your
4: keep your game strong. Keep your attitude good. Butt strong. Yeah. Game. yeah butt yeah.
0: guy. Yeah. 190 million pennies. Did huh. the math wrong. Did 190
4: it backwards million? Yep. That's a lot of
3: pennies. He's worth all 190 million of those damn pennies, is Adolis Garcia. Uh, then you have the Red Sox. They're going to be featured in a Netflix documentary that's going to follow the team Who cares? in 2024. Are you, Do you not? Like, would you not? No. I think all of these have been awesome that Netflix has done. No, It's from Drive to Survive, which I know you love. I absolutely love that. The quarterback show is great. Did There's a watch. NASCAR show that's good. Did watch. They did a tennis one as well, Breaking Point. Golf. I think all of these end up being awesome, and, and people are probably going to enjoy this. I'd love it if they followed the, the reigning World Series champion Texas Rangers now instead of the Boston got, Red Sox.
4: Now you got me interested. Now you got me interested.
3: But I think it's going to be pretty cool. Anything that Netflix does, it seems like it ends they do up a good job. Out.
4: They're following Jerry, right? When are we going to see they, the Jerry? I one? I don't know. When's Help. that Jerry? Is that a, is that a summertime thing we're going to get from uh, Netflix?
0: That's a good question. I'm not. I, I don't know. I'm not. Are you Are you looking forward
4: to that? You know how yeah, Jerry's going to want editing
0: power over that. No, it, it's I'm. It's going to be one feel good about how Jerry and his family love each other what and are they you got a to life of feel football. Bad
4: about it for? Why? Why? why are you making me feel bad about?
3: It? I just, I just think it's.
4: Oh, uh, you want to ask him why
3: he's making you feel bad? I just bring up a story. No, don't care. Now you poop it all over it, Brian. It's the I, Red Sox. Bro. I didn't mean to make you feel I
0: bad. I like was just stating Red my Sox. opinion. I thought I might, we were on the right I might just leave right now. Wow. I might. Did you already take your Dramamine, crust You need to. Oh, I need to do that right yeah, 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 awesome now. Good job. I do have to take you that. You need, need right. to take that. That's
4: right. We don't want
3: you getting sick on the way home. That
4: was awful yesterday. Think how
3: that would ruin the buffet tonight. If, uh, no kidding. Yeah, we need you to make sure you take that. Okay, I will talk about one guy. This will get you in a better mood. Maybe Please, will you stay for Andy Reid? Andy Reid. Okay, Andy Reid and cheeseburgers. Those are two things Brian is a fan of. Andy was Andy asked. Likes my red beans and rice. You you do. He make, eats bowls of that stuff. Bowls of the red beans and rice. So, busting with the boys, Will Compton put out the question on media day. Andy, top three burgers go. He said, In and Out, Tommy's. And Hawkins' House of Burgers. Mm. Now, call me an idiot. I am. I've heard of Tommy's, I think. I have no idea what Hawkins' House of Burgers is. Obviously, I know In and Out, and I don't know if Andy's had enough of Water Burger to be able to put that in the top three. The one at four that he seemed like interested, but didn't quite put in the top three was Five Guys. He does like Five Guys. Said it was a quality burger, but those were his top three burger joints. Uh, do we think Andy did okay here? I mean, do you guys know Tommy's or Hawkins House of Burgers? No, I've, uh, Brian. Is that a Green Bay thing? Is that a
0: no is that a chain?
4: No, not 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 no. I think so because we had a place in Green Bay where you would eat a burger, a Butter Burger with a pad of butter in the burger. It's a place called Kroll's. Yeah. So no, he oh, didn't. He didn't Krolls. list Kroll's. He didn't list Kroll's. L-
0: listening to these stories, I gotta I take be honest two of these or you. one of these. By the way, I- I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised right, that, that Andy Reid is still charging into this as he approaches 70 at this size. He doesn't care. Man. He is an absolute physical specimen to be able
3: to you know carry on this kind of diet at this size and, and coaching at su- such a high level. It's an elite right. athlete. Well, we're about to have the fourth head coaching rematch in the Super Bowl with Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan because they did this in 2020. Now they're running it back. Can you guys name the other three head coaching rematches we've had in Super Bowls?
4: Uh, Chuck Knoll and uh, Tom Landry. Yes, sir. Uh, how about did uh, Jimmy and Marv? Yep. Yeah.
3: So those are the two cowboy ones. This The third one will be the test.
4: Okay. Belichick rematch with anybody like a Tom Coughlin or somebody like That's that. That's it Look with it the out. Giants. You know, what you Patriots. just, I just, we just Dawson, I just swatted. We we need Gus Johnson here to tell us what happened, don't we? <laughs> you know, take that S <laughs> out, Get that out of here. S out of here. Yeah, yeah
3: that was well done, boys. I'm it really was a happy. Fifth row. really yeah. happy, really proud yeah. of you guys, Eric. uh I dropped the ball there. I the apologize. hell, dude! What's he, he doing over day. there, by the way? I got. Looking. I'm looking listening. at these
0: Hawkins burgers, bro, and okay. I'm not going to lie. The, the, what are the, you thinking? The photos are pretty special. I mean, they're they're getting creative with these burgers. They're stacking all sorts of stuff on there, but but uh, but the, but the, the melted Tommy's? cheese the stack I mean they got a they got a what looks to be like a burger that's stacked up how tall is that thing that's like a
4: the Whipper like a, burger does that have a, a knife run through the middle of it the Whipper it? burger an inch
0: i mean and wow. look at that one that's a that's a big mac like probably like a triple big mac dude with with onion rings topped all over it, this looks like a craft burger. If you if you Make put a any big old steak
4: it. knife through the middle of it, that's usually a pretty good sized burger. I think that's what this one is right yeah, here. Got to okay. be some yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. fried egg what on is... there, bacon. That, what are they doing? Onion. That looks
0: awesome, dude.
3: Did you guys know which restaurant apparently is the biggest distributor of burgers in, in America? McDonald's. No, um, uh, I was surprised. It's definitely not Burger King. It's a it's a restaurant chain. It's not a fast food place. Oh, okay. But it's one we do enjoy, and it's got a very wide variety. Oh, Chili's. Chili's. Waffle House. Chili's. Oh. Chili's, apparently, uh, I saw that on CNN reported a couple days ago. I was like, what the hell? It popped up on my feed. Chili's. I would not have guessed that, but good for chilies, man. That old time with cheese is pretty damn good. ESPN put out a redrafting of last year's draft. Uh, and I wonder, you know, who they have the Cowboys taking. That isn't Mozzie Smith, because I don't think they would be taking Mozzie Smith well. in the redraft. But the number one pick was different. It wasn't Bryce Young. It was C.J. Stroud was the new pick. Of course. Yeah. Now, C.J. Stroud was recently on the Pivot podcast. Uh, at least I think I sent this audio to you. Hopefully I did. If I did, this is going to be embarrassing. But um, Stroud was defending Bryce Young. And I, I thought this was pretty humble. And, he's pretty- and I think they became friends during the draft process. Usually these quarterbacks do. They did. But for those that are kind of saying Bryce Young is already a bust, C.J. Stroud is saying, hold on. Tap the brakes when it comes to my guy Bryce Young. Looks like you forgot, up. We'll we don't have it, Lucius. Uh, that CJ Stroud pivot audio. Thank you.
1: So, in his shoes, I feel like a lot of stuff didn't go his way that was out of his control. You know, like you can't make a play if somebody don't block. You can't make a play if somebody don't catch the ball. Like, and when you watch the tape, like Bryce did a lot of great things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be a great player, but it takes time. You know, like I think I came into a situation where you know, we were struggling, I know, but, like, uh, we still had a lot of good pieces. And, and Nick Casario, our GM, brought in a lot of good vets. You know, D'Amico was the perfect coach for our, our type of team. So, like, I think our rhythm, and, you know, like I said earlier, everybody's path is different. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I had a good rookie year and Bryce is going to have a great second year, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully I do too. But, like, I know everything is going to be fine for him. And I told him, like, you the one, bro. Yeah. You the one for a reason. Like, don't ever, ever, like, and he's not going to, but don't ever look at yourself different, bro. We'll see how
3: Carolina does. You, know, you get a new coach, Dave Canales, who yeah. is is known for working with some of these quarterbacks and getting the most out of them. Maybe he is a guy that can come in and, and be able to write Bryce Young and put him in a better position to succeed. Because he, he definitely was not in a good spot with Frank Reich. They, they were not calling an offense for his skill set whatsoever uh, and there's a lot of work to be done in Carolina the organization just seems very flawed right now there
4: yeah they need to find a way the, the problem that uh, it looks like that Bryce young is going to have he's always going to be short yeah you know that does the, look smaller he than he I ever smaller thought than he would. you know and that, you know maybe with Cannes Cannes was able to work with Baker Mayfield shorter quarterback you know maybe you find throwing lanes for him it'd be nice if he had Baker Mayfield's receivers. Yeah. You know, throwing the football to him. That would that would help a lot. But man, it, it, it's kind of proven a little bit so far that his size limits really what he can do yeah i I think you know
0: the the thing here with cj stroud is he showed that he's special and that is a major outlier for rookies to be able to come in and have a season like that especially with like rookie wide receivers dalton schultz and noah brown what he did was special and it's one of the greatest rookie years we've ever seen in any position but the norm is that even good players can really struggle as a rookie so i'm not flushing bryce young i think he needs a a good offensive line a good coach and good receivers and he's, he's dealing with like a B-minus and a C-receiver, you know. So uh, this thing will take time. I want to know from you guys, if it was Bryce Young on the 49ers, you know, compared to Brock Purdy, couldn't you have seen them having similar type of success based on the player that you saw in college?
4: I'll tell you what, though, that's, that's a great question because I think that maybe then that maybe that you could get around the limitations of his size. Yeah, with the type of running game, the 12 personnel that they use, throwing it to the tight end. The play action. The play action, the motion, the ball. The one thing that that I remember Bryce Young at Alabama, great ball handler. You know, the faking ability and stuff like that. He ran the RPO so beautifully. Yeah, I mean, and see, somebody like Shanahan, I think Shanahan saw that in in, Trey Lance. Lance. Hmm. I think, you know, he saw, that was a year early. I'm sure he saw some of the same things in, like, okay, well, Trey was able to do this kind of stuff, and Trey was able to do this kind of stuff. I, I just think that you have to work around his limitations of his size. Yeah. And if he's at San Francisco, he probably has success yeah. because the coach has the plan, but he also has the X's and O's and the Jimmy's and the Joe's, as they say, to make him have success. Cowboys in the redraft, you go down to pick twenty-six. They do not select
3: Mozzie Smith. Instead, the new pick ends up being Jack Campbell, linebacker, linebacker from, Iowa. from Iowa. Yeah. And uh, it's Todd Archer who made this selection. The selection is based on the season-ending injuries to Leighton Van Der Esch and to Marvin Overshone and... Not what they would have done last April, but in that scenario, tight ends such as Michael Mayer very well could have been the pick. Campbell played in every game, had 89 tackles. Cowboys need a linebacker help to shore up their run D, and Campbell did more of that in 2023 than Smith did, who had just 17 tackles in 288 defensive snaps. So uh, it would go Jack Campbell, and and I don't think we'd have been upset with that. Unfortunately, he was off the board. The Lions did not end up taking him in this redraft. Uh, They ended up taking... Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State, in the uh, redraft. That buddy,
4: boy, that'd been a good pick too for the Cowboys as well. We were yeah. screaming for that one. We as sure well. were.
3: We absolutely yeah. were. Okay, uh, when it comes to the slam dunk contest in the NBA, we have the field, gentlemen. Are you ready for this? And let me know if you're going to be watching.
0: Ooh, there's a name I'm looking for. Did Spud you,
3: Webb. Did Jalen Brown get in the mix here with with Boston? He sure did. Jalen Brown said, "You know what? I'm going to do it." Put me in the dunk contest. He is going to be on, in this. Mac McClung uh, is coming back. He's going to defend the championship. We've got uh, Jacob Toppin from the Knicks. And then uh, Jamie Jacques, Jr. from the Miami Heat.
0: Jaime Yaquez, Jr. Jaime
3: Yaquez, Jr. Uh, I know UC you know I know you know I'm that a basketball name. guy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and so that will be your field. Now, in the three-point contest, we did know about the, Caitlin Clark, are the Caitlin Clark. The Caitlin Clark-Steph <laughs> Curry one. Uh, But it's going to be Dame Lillard, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Lori Markkinen, Malik Beasley, Donovan Mitchell, and Tyrese Maxey. That is a stacked three-point contest, and that is just showing you now how the league has shifted. We grew up. It was all about the dunk contest, and now it is all about the three-point contest. I mean,
0: it was really just specialists that barely played because they would not let players create and come off the hop and shoot. They thought that was a bad shot unless you were set. So it was dudes like Craig Hodges and Steve Kerr winning the three-point contest growing up. I just wish Steph Curry would be in all of them.
3: Yeah, me too. I mean, it's going to be fun seeing him go back or back and forth with Caitlin Clark. But still, you're right. Steph should be. I mean, when you're arguably the greatest three point shooter of all time, you should be in that every single year.
0: Yeah, I just, I just, just bring Steph and Dame, and then after they're done with the threes, having
3: them shoot from half court, I'll sit there for hours watching that. I think that would be amazing. Uh, power ranking the top players in this year's Super Bowl in terms of you know the importance in the game. Of course, number one is indeed Patrick Mahomes. Number two is Brock Purdy. Do we think Brock Purdy is the most important player for the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday?
0: No, it's either Debo or Trent Williams to me.
3: Ooh. I think it's Christian McCaffrey.
0: Uh, I would say, ultimately, it's it, it it's, the, it's the nature of the position. It is your quarterback, dude. I mean, if, if, if Purdy goes down in that game, you, you know, well, I guess they got Sam Darnold now. So maybe Sam Darnold could come in there. I think that
3: offense just runs through CMC do it enough. Man. I really do.
0: Yeah, maybe with Sam Darnold being their backup, it wouldn't actually be as much of a drop off there.
4: Fred Warner for me. You think it's Fred Warner? Yeah, I think where you, they're going to have to control the middle of the field there, and maybe with Mahomes, if he starts to run, you know, these linebackers do so much good work with the uh, with when the way that they play defense. Yeah. So to me, how do you control Kelsey? And how do you find a way not to let Mahomes extend plays?
3: Okay, number three would be Andy Reid. Four is McCaffrey, five is Travis Kelsey. I mean, this is a big one for Kyle Shanahan. Can Kyle Shanahan find a way to counteract the Steve Spagnuolo defense that is giving everybody fits in the postseason? That's going to be a fun chess match as well. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah, there, there's a great
0: article. Uh, there's a couple of Shanahan articles out there right now, but one of them was in the ringer talking about how his own offense and how he's evolved it and how the things that we think of with Shanahan are not quite exactly what this offense even is right now because of the way that he's tweaked it. Uh, and so they're they're doing more drop-back passing as opposed to just leaning heavily on the play-action passing, and they're doing different things with motion to have the same effect that play action would, moving a linebacker yeah. at the snap uh, as opposed to doing the, the play action where you're freezing the linebacker. He's, he's changing things up. He, the, 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 the formations are super condensed uh it's the most condensed formation they average like 20 yards of width uh so they bring guys in a lot more a lot of it comes with emotion stuff but he's 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 evolved his own system um and and so this is this is pretty cool right now him him going toe-to-toe with spagnola will be a ton of fun
4: did i see a story about him eavesdropping on meetings did you guys see that
0: Okay, oh, <Sinahan>? he has the
4: ability to sit there, and he's got cameras in all the meeting rooms.
3: Yeah, he's, it's like Big Brother type of thing. Like he's like watching
4: he's... all the meetings from his, his, his office. I mean, look, he's
3: the head coach. I mean, you, I, I guess I got no problem with that, right? You'd want your head coach to kind of be the eyes and ears of the You have to facility. be an absolute control freak, accountability for everybody, but be cool about it. The other thing that's coming out about him was apparently he was uh, you know a little bit inebriated at the media party. Yeah, that, those were the allegations. I, are was, the al- I was trying to see. I, I'm, Some uh, of the clips, I'm like, eh, I mean, maybe. He, he sounds a little bit, but it's not like 100% full-blown. I, I can tell for sure. No, just probably a, a like a little pregame situation. Just a little buzz ball, yeah. you know, just to say hello. I'm getting nervous. There's a ton of people out there. I just need a, it's like if you're on a flight. You know, just give me a little shot, Ski. I'll be good and move forward. And there's... Uh, Whatever the hell that was. Your mixed bag, I believe, bags. is what it was. We'll yeah, yeah,
4: that was You did a good job You today. freaking crushed so,
0: yeah. it as yeah. we are live on Radio Row in Las Vegas. Big buffet dinner tonight. Uh, check back tomorrow. Sean and RJ, KMC Masterpiece. I'm sure there will be stories and shenanigans to talk about. You guys done any gambling yet?
3: I uh, lost $20 in the slot machine this morning before I walked out to the car. So I'm, I'm minus 20 Okay.
0: Chief. I have not yet. I'm going to be heading over to the sports book with Chop though, um either before the buffet or after. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I I'd love a, a, a chance to jump in that with you guys. I went downstairs last night at the link looking for a poker room. There was no poker room to be found. Apparently, you know, you got
4: to go you to You go to Harrods maybe next door?
0: Is that where Yeah. Just I, I,
4: I would go. I would I I think you needed to get out it's, of our It's area. cold and wet and you know how sensitive I am to this cold. You could I walk start shivering 25 feet and gone to, into Harrods Casino okay. right out the door. I'm right on, right on the other side of where Uh, Guy Fieri's restaurant is.
0: Right on. Okay, Chief, what are we doing next? Football's finest featuring blind metrics, football eye of the week, and Tony Pollard said the thing next year in the nation.
2: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional terms apply
0: Yeah, buddy, segment's brought to you by Soda. That is state-of-the-art. It's uh, the G-Bag Nation here on 105 Through the Fan Live in Las Vegas. And uh, you can watch our Radio Row confessionals on our social medias and at 105throughthefan.com. Again, segment's brought to you by Soda. Here's Eric Chiafalo. Football's finest, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. We start with our Cowboys. Rex Ryan uh, got the, the news day started. Uh, it looks like the Cowboys interviewed him for their defensive coordinator job. Broad has had the inside scoop that was Rex Ryan and his team dialing up the Cowboys saying hey we'd like to throw our hat in this ring uh, and i think that's very very interesting uh little little sidebar on this conversation this wasn't the cowboys saying no. hey man let's go to espn and get one of those guys uh especially that foot fetish guy with those crazy big teeth <laughs> uh, this was rex ryan and his guys saying we want to work for you
4: i was just checking twitter or x whatever you want to call it and they said cowboys coaching staff and it was like <laughs> a meme of a all these dinosaurs walking across the Ooh. land all oh, this man. pack of dinosaurs. That's he's, epic. He's, so yeah, Jerry but. Jones
0: bragging about three <laughs> head coaches on staff again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rex Ryan uh, has not coached in the NFL since he was the head coach of the Bills in 2016. Yeah. He has not coordinated a defense since 2008. That was with the Ravens. Uh, he was obviously the head coach of the Jets for a few years. They had a good run defensively, uh, but he's been out for a while. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. That's not the Cowboys making the call. That's the Cowboys receiving a call and being like sure we'll uh, we'll kick the tires we'll chat with you a little bit are you troubled by the scope of their search is it too narrow Uh, Yeah, I mean, for my liking, I I do think this is a little bit uh, of a wider net they've casted than what they did when they went and got McCarthy or when they got Dan Quinn. So there's a little bit of a step up there. You're seeing more names. They're putting a little bit more time and effort into it. But yes, I'd like to see them try and go find a diamond in the rough somewhere, at least from an interview standpoint. You know, show us that your, your search is broad enough to where it's past just the low hanging fruit names that we all know. Uh, Green Bay just did it with the Boston College guy. No one knows who that is. They bring him in. We'll see if it works out for him. But, that shows, yeah, yeah. but that shows Green Bay's not just sitting there going, oh, Ron Rivera just got fired. That's an easy name. We can just bring in and yeah. see what the deal is. Uh, so they're sort of scouring all levels of football to find the right guy. And so I'd, I'd love it if the Cowboys did that, but I know that's far-fetched in terms of see, the way they this is
4: where there. this is where there was a time where teams actually did that. And, you know, actually had a list. And I want to – one of the reasons why John Harbaugh is coaching in the National Football League was for the gentleman that we were interviewing about Italian food here about an yeah. hour ago. Because Mike, Mike took the time to go and know not only the league's coaches, but know college coaches too. You know, you have to have somebody on staff that knows who the best secondary coach is in college football or know the best defensive line coach in college football. Or know the best the guy. I, I just remember Tom Coughlin, you know, asking me a questions about. Hey, tell me who, tell me who uh, is the uh, you know when the young offensive coordinator, offensive minds. It's our guy that got beat up at Arkansas. What the 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 head coach? Patino. Yeah, Patino. He was at he was at Auburn. Yeah, Patrino. Bob Patrino. Bob Patrino. Is it Bob? Bobby. Bobby Petrino. It is Bobby. I can't remember. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, the one, he on yeah. the motorcycle accident. Bobby sorry, Petrino. Bucket. Yeah, it's 1998. He asked me, he goes, Brian, I need you to do a research project. Tell me one of the most innovative quarter, uh, uh, quarterback coaches, offensive corners in college football. And I studied Auburn, and I said, there's this guy named Bobby Petrino that's throwing the ball around like crazy now. And we interviewed Bobby Petrino. What happened? Bobby Petrino got a quarterback job. See, that's kind of how you have to operate when you're one of these teams. Yeah. You can't just sit there and say, let's bring in Rex Ryan. Let's bring in Mike Zimmer. Let's bring in – even though there's some of those I say, Mike Zimmer, I'd love to have Mike. But you have to have a plan of guys that are like, who are the young and upcomings? Or who are the guys that have been in college football for a while that are ready to make that jump into the NFL? Yeah, it, man.
0: It, it's, not re- it's, it's a lost art, I think, with the Cowboys but it's not across the league.
4: You've got to have that ability.
0: The Rams and, and McVay a few years ago, they go grab an unknown Brandon Staley from who knows where in the college football ranks, yeah. and then it, he, it, their defense was fantastic, so good that he parlayed that into a head coaching gig. You know, it's things like that that I wish the Cowboys did, but uh, I know that's, that's asking too much. I mean, for years the, the, the culture of football has been copycatting, and the Cowboys have decided – they want coaches that have already figured it out. So right. who can
3: blame them? Yeah, I mean, they just know, why would you had... copycat when you can just get an old guy that's seen everything? Right. Their, their thing is we like, since 2013 and Monty Kiffin, we like to have a former head coach be our defensive coordinator. For whatever reason, that's kind of become their trend that they enjoy.
4: But this is the problem, and they've created their own problem by putting Mike McCarthy on a one-year deal. They've created their own problem. No good young coach is going to want to come here on a one-year deal. None of them are. You know you're going to have to pay. The yeah. Cowboys aren't willing to do that. They're not going to be willing to give a guy a three-year contract to come from college football to give it all up for one year with Mike McCarthy. They could potentially all fall apart. Yeah. You know you're not. You've created Mike McCarthy. You've made him a lame duck. And by making him a lame duck, now Mike Zimmer needs the job. Now uh, uh, Ron Rivera needs the job. Now Rex Ryan throws a. Well, hail mary from the studio in New York City please, please, please. To, to try and hey, can I get an interview? Yeah, sure, because we're not going to get anybody else. They, they can't go get the Boston College coach. You know why? No security. Why am I going with him? This guy's on his on his last leg. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. See, to me, it's not. It's I'm not blaming McCarthy. I'm blaming the front office. If you if you didn't want if you didn't want this guy to come back. Just know that the potential of losing these coaches, you weren't going to get anybody better.
0: Now, Brian, do you really think if if Mike was under contract for five years, they would really go interview the young guys? I think there would be a different.
4: I think they would. I think you could entice the young coach to come. Sure. Yes. Not yeah. that they would yes. do it. Yeah. But, but, but have no. a better chance. No, no, they'd have a better chance. They'd yeah. have a better chance of getting Jeff Halfley out of Boston College if they wanted a guy. Yeah. You know, they'd have a better chance because. This guy's gonna go, hey, I'm a head coach in college football. You know? I'm about to go and and work for one year and maybe be out of a job again. Is there nothing to be gained
3: though by the interview process anyway? Like, hey, maybe that guy says there I'm used not to be. I'm
4: not gonna come. There but at least be. you're able to pick someone's brain and Is it just good for is burn. it good for us to talk about in the media? Sure. It absolutely. Oh, they interviewed Jesse Minner from the, the National Championship Defensive Coordinator. Maybe you learned something. Oh, damn right. That's what a what man, they're thinking out of outside the box here. You know, that's that's kind of where, you know, yeah, that's to me, that's the benefit. They're not gonna get a real they I shouldn't say not a real coach. They're not going to get somebody that we really, really like. Yeah. Because they've painted themselves into this corner with mike mccarthy okay well uh tony pollard was floating
0: around radio road today here in vegas and he sat down with the pat mcafee (laughs) show and uh they asked they asked him about losing dan quinn and he was like deer in the headlights he didn't know uh he was informed in that very moment when pat mcafee asked him about losing dan quinn he that's when that's the moment that Tony Pollard discovered that Dan Quinn was no longer the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. Yeah, he said
3: he doesn't have any social media, so like he just had, he had no idea about it. So that is that is hilarious, dude. Man, he's just been off the grid. I guess I think that is that's um
0: that's a perfect sort of picture of like yeah this this dude is not going to be returning to the Cowboys. Like in my mind, maybe I'm over. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I'm like, yeah, he's already I think already, because, it, because he's it's Tony on. Pollard,
3: I think you are, but he still might not be. I don't think there's any correlation there, but he still might not be coming back to the Cowboys. I think that's kind of just Tony Pollard, and he's going to be on our station tomorrow. It's right on. TP. Yeah, that is funny. Like, how much do you check out of work? I, you know? I we don't talk know. Talk about how much these guys love the game, or, yeah. uh, or do they just play it. I, would I be TP's off the grid afterwards. I,
0: I'm setting Google alerts for everything Cowboys, though, because I want to know if I'm coming back. I would, too, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I think... The way, the way things went with Tony Pollard is actually a blessing because the, the, the end came for him in perfect timing. If he had had one more good year, they'd have given him the big contract, and now yeah. his fall would happen next year. You know, so I think this is actually a blessing in disguise, although it would have been amazing to have 2022 Tony Part on this football team. Would have been cool. Now, speaking of the running back position and the Cowboys, is this blind metrics, boys? I'm asking you draft fellas. You guys are watching the tape. We know the Cowboys are going to need to get younger at the position, cheaper at the position, invest uh, with draft assets into the running back position. And I saw this pro football focus, the highest missed tackles forced per attempt. Um and number 1 was Bijan Robinson. Yes. Uh this is this is in the history of college football that Pro Football Focus has done the metrics for. Uh Bijan Robinson was number 1 in terms of being the best at forcing missed tackles. Number 2, Florida State's running back Trey Benson. That's my RB1. Yeah, That's your RB1. That's my okay, top so running back in the draft. Th- th- this isn't blind metrics here. This no. is the tape matching, and this is a, a legit dude that maybe yeah. could be a cowboy. I think,
3: well, and if, if you're going to have to take him in the second round, I think he's going to, to me, I think he's the first running back off the board. Now, Jonathan Brooks would be in that conversation, but he's had the ACL injury. Yeah, the I, I like Trey Benson a little bit more. I think he's faster. I think Jonathan Brooks is a guy that will get fetched from behind. Not to say he's not a hell of a player. He, he is. catches
4: the ball great. He though. does. Yeah. I think
3: Benson does as well, and, and yeah. I think Benson can pass block a little bit. So, to me, i think trey benson's a three down type of back both those guys are probably the top two but yeah that that bars out for me he's my running back one he nailed it yep. dude
0: i mean my gosh if, if he's breaking tackles at a rate of like B. John robinson who is the the best thing we've that's seen at the position unbelievable in college for a while that, I, that that jumped out to me i'm like okay we need to we need to really discuss this guy so trey benson is a name to consider i'm trading uh, back to the top of the second round and getting him yeah
3: yeah that's, i think that'd be my strategy well, hey, um, maybe they slide back a little bit. And you're in a, in a good position. You think he could be there, make, there in the 50s? Pick. Uh, well, I think in the 40s. You'd, you'd probably have to go up in the 40s. Okay. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. sure when the first running back's going to go. Like, I don't really see a top 50 talent this year at the position. Size but and
0: st- speed, you think, on Benson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Pass catching? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh,
0: I saw this. American Gaming uh, Survey estimates the 67.8 million adults in the United States will be betting slightly over $23 billion on the Super Bowl. That's up from 16 billion last year. 23 billion. Wow. 23 billion is what is estimated yeah. to be uh, to yeah. be gambled. And I want to
4: thank you guys. By the way, Adam, the guy that we interviewed from Caesars, he's already got back to Bennett. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, dude. So I appreciate you guys getting him on the air and all that stuff like that. So, yeah. That's really so cool. So has made a connection with our Adam, the guy that was from Caesars Sportsbook. So. Okay. Uh, do we Uh-oh. have so – We're doing good here. I
3: just got some insight that the defensive coordinator search could be expanding even more from the Cowboys.
0: Very nice. Waiting on
3: a name. Walchuk sourcing out here? He better be double sourcing. I'm sourcing, I'm sourcing hey. off.
0: Something happened in the bye week where this team might have gotten wise. Did I get things. a message?
4: Maybe you did. I got people in that building, too, Brian. Look you're not the this. only one on the draft show. A I'm good
0: old-fashioned source-off <laughs> between <laughs> I'll tell you what, Broders the draft and show was Waltz good Yuck. yesterday.
4: If you like that, uh, uh, my, they, they did a good job of trading around and getting a running back. They, they were trading around They were moving without around. us? They were moving around. They save all the fun for when we're not around. They were getting a running back. They got your Florida State guy. Did they? they? Sure did. All yeah. right.
0: What,
3: what? are we going to expand it to? Pete Carroll, what are we doing here? I don't know, man. If you're over 70 and you coached, some point in the last there's, eight years, there's one name that I've heard some whispers about, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it just Why yet. Why can't
4: you do that? Why can't you be like me? I just don't wanna. Pull it out I, there? I,
3: I don't. You know, this is my first time really getting some good information, Brian, and I don't want to spoil the source. If you want to dominate the circus, Jerry, oh, you call Bill that.
0: Belichick and you offer him 10 mil to be your DC for one year. You say, well, "I couldn't
3: find a good one, so I had to go get the best
4: one that's ever done it." Bill Belichick. I wonder. I wonder if because I know Mike Vrabel was Mike Vrabel would take this job if they was if it was offered to him. Yeah, I know he would. Yeah, Mike, Mike
0: Vrabel's like oil and water with this. This is all get-along, guys. Yeah. We're all having a nice, easy maybe conversation. They're realizing,
4: maybe they're realizing the conversation that everybody's having about these guys is not the direction that they absolutely need that's to go. That's what I'm hoping
0: for. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping there is some sort of enlightenment that's happened over the last three months here sure. with this football team. I, I do believe Mike McCarthy is a smart guy. I believe Mike McCarthy is also a guy that can build championship processes, and he does not rest when things are failing. Now, He he rests a lot, but while he's resting or getting a sandwich or a massage, he's thinking about what do we need to do, and he's not going to rest on what didn't work like Jason Garrett. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to rule it out. I, well, like the, I like the idea of a, a face down uh, on the massage table McCarthy <laughs> and then being fed from under, you know, the hole where your face is, somebody's feeding him the sandwich. Yes. Gosh, and it's, that's it's got to be a meatball sandwich with extra cheese. <laughs> no Hell question, yeah. bro. Uh, how about this? We know the Jets are looking to move on from Zach Wilson. Maybe they'll get a sixth or seventh rounder. Uh, but a, a, an assistant coach in the NFL anonymously told Rich Cimini, uh quote, I'd give up two, a two-week stay at a Best Western. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> for Zach Wilson, uh, so that's uh, that's where he's. I love when right these now. anonymous GMs throw these barbs out. Yeah, that's that's a really <laughs> good then, line. But
4: then you go back, and that anonymous GM, they go back. and You pull his draft board. He had him in the bottom of the or the <laughs> middle of the, the first round. Yeah, yeah, like you know, you yeah. go back, and you really like. Man, I mean, if you know, I knew that guy stunk. Yeah, there's people he was that your there, number there, one player. There are people that had this. A lot of people had that guy in the first round. Yes. So I hope they got there talking to the right GM. I got
0: one 10 second clip for you. Uh, the new offensive coordinator in Cleveland goes by the name of Ken Dorsey, and uh-huh. I believe he gave us the football lie of the week when he said this.
4: He's one of the premier quarterbacks in this league, and um, from everything I've I've heard about him, uh, a really quality human being. So I'm just excited about that opportunity.
0: And that was on the topic of Deshaun Watson. Nobody's heard that he was
3: a quality (laughs) human being, Ken. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, you probably should have just kept it to football there. Yeah, at one point he was one of the premier quarterbacks. You couldn't hear it, but the
0: entire media area just started cracking (laughs) up in laughter (laughs) after he said that. So kudos to Ken Dorsey, man. He's got his guys back. How did that happen, man? He was amazing in Houston. Remember his yeah. rookie year? They had, like, Tom Savage and some other jobber that were mm-hmm. trying to – and he stepped in, like, week four, and all of a sudden they won, like, five straight games. I, I, maybe he got hurt his rookie year, but he was good. I, I thought he was better than Dak when he left Houston, and I, I'm just surprised he hasn't been able to pull that back together yet. Okay, uh, it is the GBAC Nation here live on Radio Row 105.3 The Fan. Our coverage brought to you by – the low t center. The low t center. Buys. I'm, guys, just, I'm you working. Gotta, you got to learn hey, if you're a scoop I'm guy. You got to jump here. in. You got to be a scoop. Check guy. on those sources. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. <laughs> I saw those sausage fingers working. I'm like, okay, let me have my guys <laughs> Thank back Thank you very much. If, if okay, if if this guy they're expanding the search to is over the age of 68, Wolchuk, we'll that's a bet payoff. If okay. it's over the age, yeah. Why are you trying to throw bet payoffs on me? Because it's I'm, fun. Trying to spice it up. You know, bleep yourself You dodged there. the knockout yesterday. I'm, I'm hungry for hey, bet payoffs I'm on Radio I'm still ready Ro. for the knockout. Can we get Brian to do his bet payoff Friday? Wouldn't that be cool? Just get
3: sneaking hammered. cold beers? That'd be awesome. No, that could get you thrown out. I think they could think get you thrown they, they, the Yeah, they
4: run, they run it through your bag, right? Well, what
3: we'll do is just say it was BASIC, and then he'll be happy. He doesn't have to come <laughs> back next year.
4: <laughs> we got to fly that night, too, right? Hey,
3: we we'll cross-talk with the get right coming up next
0: in the G-Bag Nation.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you, Lucius. Welcome back, G Nation. Wrapping it up on Radio Row. Woolchuck has a name he is willing to share that he believes the Cowboys will interview for defensive coordinator.
3: Yes, uh, Todd Archer and I apparently very plugged in. We both have the same source. Uh, this is one of the names that I can share. The other one I'm still fact checking through some back channels. This is what my guy Brian Broaddus would like to say. Hey,
0: I'm proud of you for that Big J journalism. Thank you. Okay, you're you're doing
3: it right. You're doing it by the book. Just wanting to make sure everything is confirmed and uh, the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. Not just trying to get out there first. No, I don't want to say something that ends up being wrong and then I look like a schmuck and I've got egg in my face, but this one's confirmed. Cowboys are adding New York Jets safeties coach Marquand Manuel. He's going to interview tomorrow for the job. He was Atlanta's defensive coordinator in 2017 through 2018, played for Mike McCarthy in 2006 in Green Bay. He's been an assistant in Seattle, Atlanta, Philly, and the Jets. So uh, that is another name, and he's 44 years old, a little bit younger, does not have previous head coaching experience. So he certainly is a little bit different from some of the other candidates that they've been looking into.
0: That is how you could get, uh, I think, a coach to want to come here to work for a lame duck is if it's a guy who's not going to get a chance to be a defensive coordinator this go-around. There you go. But maybe he's confident that if I get blown out here, I could go back and be a safeties coach somewhere else. That that you know that, Now that's starting to, to make me – Intrigued or more pleased about what the Cowboys might be doing here with this process. Let's see more names uh, coming out. Let, let's take this through Super Bowl week and into next week sure. and have an exhaustive search, okay? You talk to your guys who are first in line because you know them, you know their, their names. You talk to them. It's not good enough. And now we're feeling like we need to branch out and talk to a bunch of different dudes. My fingers are crossed that this organization or somebody in this organization can explain to the Joneses without offending them that uh, their process for hiring coaches is, is garbage and uh, they, they need to look everywhere possible. Even if it's not to find the guy, it's to have a conversation that might tip you off that a different path is needed.
3: Yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting. So they're going to talk with him, and I do believe that Aiden Dirty's name is, is starting to really Clinton. grow across the league I mentioned Seattle is going to interview him I think Dirty is also a guy if you don't want to lose him he might be a name in terms of terms of the internal candidates that they were seriously going to have to consider okay
0: it is time now to cross talk with the get right and some gentlemen that were chatting sports with you guys last night while you were partying it up at the media party it's the get right here in the nation and a good evening gentlemen how the heck are you yo fellas probably not doing as well as you guys are out
4: there I imagine hey hey. true
0: True. well it it, it's special you know a, a Vegas Super Bowl unlike any other how were the boys last night when he called in?
4: Um, I mean,
0: charming as ever when we talk about Eric Chiafalo. I don't know how much of that was just the natural charm and how much of that was the liquid uh, the confidence. Oh, no, you
3: know. That's you right.
0: Know. Uh, Wol- was know. Was a seemed to be, at least, in a, in a responsible place, and I'm proud Thank of him you. for that. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm trying to be an adult and be a good lad. Pretty awesome what Kyrie did last night, huh? Is this thing coming together? <laughs> Man, Two in a row, did, you, good did vibes, you see the lots dunk? Lots of smiles. Did yes. you see the dunk?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I was just impressed. I was like, okay, he, came, he comes back to Brooklyn. He grew up in New Jersey. He said he was a New Jersey Nets fan with, as a little kid, so he got a chance to play for the franchise, and that meant a lot to him. Uh, all I could say was Kyrie did some Kyrie things. I also want to make one quick comment. Sure. I have come to the conclusion that L.A. Live is a cult. What? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> L.A. know what we'll play, I'm talking sir. about.
0: I can't put it down. <laughs> it, it's, especially it's when he religious. has the
3: pastors on i i, I can't
0: <laughs> i just fall out every night at 540 here in the nation la live and, and tonight's topic was <laughs> what what is a cult that uh, the people inside don't <laughs> deny yeah uh, what's coming up on the show tonight gentlemen uh getting to talk to a couple of folks out there in vegas we'll start off the show by talking to charles mcdonald yahoo sports talk a little bit of, uh, super bowl with him and then of course check in with bobby belt to shine and rjc what they've been up to and uh, they've had they had a couple of good interviews this morning as well that I really enjoyed. So maybe get a little bit of insight into those things at eight yeah, twenty, Bobby. T- they were recording with uh, Ed McCaffrey, and man, they just they they, they have so much Jake good stuff Laser. coming on. I think they got Jake Lazer. Yeah, Laser Jake Laser. Up, yeah. It, It'll be an action packed show tomorrow morning, five thirty to ten. But here comes the get right with uh, Reggie and Ca for Lucius Alexander and the Pimp Cup they're at Master Control seventy five and fits you Carter Freeman coordinating your video. Uh, and for a, a DJ Pridemore there, remote engineer on site radio row in Las Vegas of course Brian brought us will Chuck and Shia follow I'm Gavin Dawson Till tomorrow at 2 you're going home with the G Bag Nation eddies
4: We really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month New iPhone 15s it's over here Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per
3: month with eligible trade-in when you switch